0: this week on The Rose Radio Show.
1: One thing that has helped me advance so much, imagining where I want to be and thinking of my life like a movie. I take myself out of the situation and I'm like, okay, this is where the main character is in the movie. This is everything that they have going for them. And, I, and when you and for pull clarification,
0: it, you are the main character. I'm the main character. Okay.
1: When I pull myself out of this situation and pull myself away from the movie and i just look at my life from a third person perspective and i say what would this person really have to face and go through what would they what would they need to do to grow to get there when i i go back into that first person mode i'm like i know exactly
0: what i need to do now welcome to another episode of the rose radio show extraordinary conversations with ordinary people my next guest is one of the most Inspirational people I've ever met. He's a photographer, designer, dreamer, and the only person I can confidently say is going to have an impact on this world. Ladies and gentlemen, David Radzick.
1: That's that's nice of you to say, bro. Ah, yeah. You
0: didn't have to make all that stuff up about me. <laughs> <laughs> Where was the lie? Where was the lie? I don't even know. Nah, it didn't come. Oh man, dude, I'm I'm happy to have you, man. It's been I appreciate been, it. I like it's your been hoodie. well bro. overdue. Hey, I appreciate it. Got it from this uh, this small brand. You ever heard of it? Nah. Nah, nah, don't be shy. This is a Dreamer hoodie, by the way. Link in the description. And make sure you subscribe. 75% of people who watch the show are not subscribed. So let's get into the conversation. Cool. You are a really inspirational dude, man.
1: I'm trying, bro. Honestly.
0: Like, I think a lot of times... I've known you for a while. And I think a lot of times, like, you see yourself as inspirational because of, like, the things you say and, like, how it affects other people and what people say to you, but... What's inspired me, what's been inspirational to me about you from the day that I met you was you don't worry about the past. You really focus on moving forward and only heading towards your dreams. And when I say that, you know, it's really easy to say like, oh, you got to work hard. You got to do this, blah, 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 blah. Everybody says that. There are a million shows like that. There are a million people on the internet like that. But I mean... I've seen you make drastic changes in your life because you know that an opportunity is there. And I've seen so many people scared to ever move. So what I really want you to just kind of talk about more than anything is what being a dreamer means to you, why it's your brand. Like, Let's just get into the basis of like, who is David Ratzik, what does he represent?
1: Yeah, I feel like um, being a dreamer, honestly... Like the whole brand and the reason like why all of my stuff, like my photography page and and everybody knows me as a dreamer is really just because like what being a dreamer means to me is yeah. probably different than what a lot of people think. Being a dreamer to a lot of people is like the guy that just has big dreams, but that's all that they are. They're not like, it's not something that you're working towards. Right. Um, for me, it's like being counted out, like down, like like you're counted out when you say, when you speak on your dreams and people look at you and they're like, oh no, that's a dreamer. Like you got dreams that are too big for your situation. But like, I feel like what my whole brand and my whole everything that I stand for is like, there is no dreams that are too big for your situation. It's just you being realistic about the work that you need to do to get to those dreams. And like, believing in yourself is the biggest thing. So for me, it was like, people will look at you and call you a dreamer. Because you have goals that are dreams that are bigger than dreams that they've ever even seen for themselves or that they could ever even comprehend as possible. Right. But with me, it's like I just see it as nah. I'm just going to believe in myself more than anybody else is going to believe in me. And that's kind of like, that's where the whole thing like started from and what what I feel like it is for me is just believing in myself when no one else, everyone will look at you and be like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Keep dreaming big though. Like right. they say it in like a sarcastic way of like, oh yeah, like you tell me all your goals and aspirations. And then I look at you and I'm like, uh, yeah, bro, keep pushing. Like, but as in a sarcastic type of way. Right. And I just took that as like, all right, bet. Like I'm just going to like bet on
0: myself. That's really interesting because you... I ask you about it, and your intro is basically the way people, other than you, perceive dreaming, right? They almost see it as a negative. It's like, oh, dreamers are people who talk big shit but never actually get anything done almost, right? It's like when you think about the small-town dreamer. He was the person who had all the big ideas. They were going to be this, and they were going to get out of this place, but they never really do. Because most people don't actually achieve much of anything in their lives, right? What makes you feel like... You were different. What makes you feel like when people laughed at you and said, hey, yeah, keep dreaming big. You're not actually going to make that happen. What stopped that from getting to your head and saying, well, I'm not really going to be anything and deciding to really focus on, you know, moving in that direction anyway with the kind of dreams that you have?
1: I would say it's, it's not really me. It's thinking I'm different, it's it's more comes from the place of me saying, hey guys, we're all different than what what is being put on us. It's not me saying, oh, I'm different from y'all. I'm about to go achieve my dreams. It's me looking at them and being like, why are you telling me I can't? What are your dreams? Why are you not chasing your dreams? Like, why are you not trying to achieve? Because we're all capable of these things. And I think that's the main thing is like, it's not about you. Oh, if you don't feel like you can be anything in life, Oh well, oh well. To you, it, this only apply. The dreamer mindset only applies to people that believe in themselves. That's no. It's me telling you. Why do you not believe in yourself? Like this is what we're trying. What I'm trying to do is get. Honestly, bro, I feel like my my movement, it because it's really became a, a whole movement, which is <laughs> which is. is crazy. But it's it's at s- still such a small level so far, but my movement is is really to get people that don't believe in themselves those guys that are telling me like no you're not going to be anything is breaking it down all right stop telling me what i'm gonna be let me look at you and say okay what do you want to be i'm not going to turn turn your your anger towards me back towards you i'm going to more so ask you like what do you want to achieve like let me let me try to help you understand like self-belief like you got to stop putting your hate out on everybody and start to look inward and start to really believe in yourself that's like, that's really like my whole thing If like, you see it on your shirt. You yeah. got to dream big. Like you, it's not a, it's not a, you, it's not dream big or no, it's you have, like you have to dream big. Like if you don't, you're not going to
0: be anything. Right. So let's, let's take it back a little bit, right? Because, and I want to ask this a very specific way and think about how I'm asking it. Cause you'll understand later when you were 14, 15, what were your dreams in life? What were the things you really wanted to accomplish?
1: Honestly, bro. It was probably some something stupid as fuck. Right. Because me as fourteen, I was very immature. Set the I, stage
0: for me. Where were you? What were you doing? What was your life like?
1: Um, fourteen years old, that's right. what ninth grade. Yeah, first year. Ninth high grade, school. I was overweight, trying to hoop, you know, I was trying to make the basketball team, kept, didn't make the basketball team. Um was playing video games, grand theft auto. But I was, I also had a job ever since I was like a, in uh, eighth grade, Yep. eighth grade summer, I had started working. So in, so at like 14, 15, I was working at your Publix yet. I don't, I don't know exactly. I think at 15, I had got a job at like Domino's or something. Sure, Cause but I remember, okay, yeah, you have a,
0: some fast food job, yeah, right?
1: So, yeah. Something like that. Sure. But I, uh, I was just working a regular job and was just playing video games and eating unhealthy all the time. Like I didn't really, I probably didn't have any aspirations other than like, I don't, uh, to be honest, I don't think I... No,
0: no, that's what I expect you to say, right? Yeah. Okay, so then what were your dreams at 18, right before you graduated?
1: Yeah, so at, at 18, honestly, it was... I started getting into, like, the the self-help books and, uh, and getting into, like, I, I my first book I ever read, bro, was yeah. out of high school. I didn't read in high school. I used to always pretend to read, and I used to just stare at the book because I didn't want to read. Of and then at 18, I just started to look around me, bro, and see that, like everybody that's giving, giving you advice and setting limitations on you and all those people that you grow up around, I'm just looking around like, man, I don't want to be in this position. Like, what mm. do I need to do different? So the first book I read was the first book that ever got recommended to me was rich dad, poor dad. Really? And now, and I read, I literally read that book and my whole mindset in, about life changed about like, Oh, so it's not that my family just doesn't have money. It's just that they've never been taught how to be rich. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. so my first thing that, like, shifted my mind was, okay, I got to become more successful. So then I started, like, moving, uh, like, I I had Snapchat, and I was was making, like, motivational videos. And then I found, like, oh, I'm passionate about, like, motivating people. Mm -hmm. So around, like, 18 years old is when I found, like, the, the new passion of, like, or seventeen, eighteen of like, oh, okay, I, this is what I want to do.
0: Right. So, so you okay? And just so I understand, right? And this is more for the people listening. Yeah. Give me a very brief summary of the principle of the Rich Dad Poor Dad book.
1: Oh, a brief summary. It's been a minute since I read it. it the, was, concept, yeah, the, the, like the concept, not necessarily the concept. The concept was basically like, uh, just because you go to college, like, doesn't mean that you're destined for success. Exactly. It's more so about like how you manage your money and how you operate through life and that like the college guys ended up usually being employees and the business owners was the guys that wasn't even doing good in school exactly so it kind of gave me hope of like oh well i'm not doing good in school or i didn't do good in school oh so does this mean i can be a business owner
0: right And, and that's the mindset shift right that and it seems to me and cut me if i'm wrong that was the first moment in your life where you said okay, regardless of the situations that I've been given, I can take this different path in life and still become successful. Facts. Because it seems like, you know, 14, 15, from the time I've known you, you're just another regular dude in Florida who like, man, I don't really like what I'm seeing, but I'm not seeing an alternative given the situation I'm in.
1: Facts. Right?
0: But then at that moment, you say, wait, wait, regardless of my situation, if I have the self-discipline and take the personal responsibility and I'm willing to aspire to things that other people around me aren't, I might be able to make it there, right? And the difference is you believed it. And that's what's so fascinating to me. I think right now in the world, and when I say the world I really just mean America because I've only been in a couple of other countries, <laughs> like we often get tied down in these narratives of where you're from and how you start determines how you finish. Now, obviously statistically, right, some people are kind of better off than others, but I think it's so important to have as many people on as possible who have bettered their situation. Mm -hmm. Comparison is not good when you try to compare yourself to everyone, especially online. They got people with a billion dollars, 20 year old billionaires, all that stuff. You got to compare yourself to your community. Tell me about what's the life for the average person you grew up with right now?
1: Uh, Probably, I mean, just working at Publix or working at one of those companies that guarantees you success or guarantees you a retirement. And I just, to me, bro, a, a retirement didn't make sense to me. Why would I, I don't care what if I'm rich when I'm 60 or if I have, oh, I got a pension when I'm 60 or yeah. uh, retirement. Like that was never appealing to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, why are y'all, y'all hate y'all's life for 50 years mm-hmm. to get a million dollars in your 401k or 500,000 and then you can
0: barely run. Yeah, And it's like, <laughs> well,
1: and then it's like, for what I'd rather struggle. I, and then I just kind of learned that it was more important to just, you know, struggle doing what you love than it is to hate doing like, a job that you have to do every day yeah I'd rather do something I love to do and like maybe struggle and make barely any money doing it yeah
0: but because most people are a product of their environment yeah I would, everybody I is, would argue honestly, everyone yes. is right I think and that's what's so interesting when you talk about pretty much everyone you grew up with in your environment is living lives completely different than the one you're living, right? And I'm you know, and for clarification, you're not rich or anything, but you moved out of where you were from, yeah. you know, you're not doing a nine to five job. Well, the only thing the that like pulled me out
1: of that was my mindset. So exactly. it, it was everybody is in the situations that they're in and will be forever in the situations that they're like the card the cards that they're dealt, they'll always be in that situation mm-hmm. unless they put their mind in another situation. Exactly. You gotta see yourself in another situation because if you don't like if you grow up in a in a prison you're gonna like you know what i'm saying or if you grow up like there's this uh thing that steve harvey says about these like uh i think it was like these fireflies or something that they jump or or something and he said they can jump like 30 feet i forget i'm probably like paraphrasing it wrong they can jump like 30 feet okay but if you were to put them in a jar they're gonna jump and hit their head a couple times and they're gonna learn that they can't jump and Ah. then they're gonna raise their kids to only jump that high and it's like a real thing like a real thing that they tried then when they let them out they only jump this high right and it's like well they were these these they're limited by their own minds exactly they're limited by their their surroundings because their mind is in those surroundings just because you're dealt a situation and you're dealt like bad cards doesn't mean that you can't put your mindset in a different situation and achieve those things. You just have to work differently. You might have to work way harder if you're in a worse situation, but you don't want to look at your situation and be like, oh, here's all the things I got wrong because that shit you already know. You already know all the bad shit about your situation. Why do you keep reminding yourself? Stop reminding yourself about the bad shit in your situation and look at what can I change about this? How can I make a difference in my situation? You wake up every day being like, man, I don't have this going for me and man, they got this and damn, I'm dealt this card. Instead, you have to look at yourself see where see the goals that you want to attain look at where you're at currently and be honest with yourself not complaining not down on yourself and then say okay what do i need to do to better this specific situation that i'm in if i bro one thing that has helped me advance so much even in the past couple months of just imagining where i want to be and thinking of my life like a movie Literally literally like a movie. And I'm like, okay, this is where the main I I take myself out of the situation. I'm like, okay, this is where the main character is in the movie. This is everything that they have going for them. And I and when you And for
0: clarification, you are the main character. I'm the main character.
1: When I pull myself out of the situation and pull myself away from the movie and I just look at my life from a third person perspective and I say what would this person really have to face and go through what would they what would they need to do to grow to get there and it it makes me okay when I I go back into that first person mode I'm like I know exactly what I need to do now and that's what I feel like most people need to do bro and that's honestly like what I've the past couple months have been like a really eye opening like I've really had to discover myself and and figured out a lot of things bro and that's really my main mission and my main focus is that what I'm applying to myself right now is what I just told you right. and what I think will help so many more people because it makes the shit that we're going through our situation it makes it not that bad mm. because instead of sitting here and being mad about everything and upset and hating my life and hating everything it's like you look around and you okay here's what okay if I do this yeah, it might be hard, but you're not focused on how, how hard it is. You're focused on, okay, I got to do this to get there. Right. And you just that's just how you move
0: through life. And I think it's interesting. I could pretty much summarize the whole thing you just said with it's all about perspective. Yeah. Right? And it's like we get so tied and bogged down with the day-to-day things in life that oftentimes we miss the big picture. And I was just watching. I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off the other day, uh-huh. one of the classic movies. you ever seen it? Yeah. I've never seen it until literally – Two days ago, and I went to. That's the one where he like got suspended from school, right? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. He was sick, took the day off school, whatever. But there's this one classic line, and they say it twice, and it's very important. It says, "Life's short, and if you don't stop and look around, sometimes you'll miss it." And I think in the modern day, we are always so laser focused on what's in front of us we miss the forest for the trees and it's hard, right? Like it's so easy to say like, Oh, I got my taxes to pay. I got to work my job. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, where do you want to be in the future? One of, you know, um, like MLM scam companies, right? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, like pyramid schemes, like, Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's like a pyramid scheme. Okay. I was in college. I don't know if I ever told you the story. I'm sure I did. Um, there was this company called Verve energy drink. It was basically a pyramid scheme. Basically, they had some energy drinks and they took you to this meeting about it. And they're like, hey, you know, you're in college. You want to make some extra money. You should be a salesperson for us. I was like, oh, I'm good with people. I'd love to be a salesperson. What are we selling? We're selling these energy drinks. You know, you're in college. A bunch of people need them. They can use them to stay up early. Great. Awesome. Come to the meeting and they're telling me all about how to get more people to work with. And at the end, I'm like. What about the energy drinks? We got to sell those and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you'll yeah, sell the energy drinks But the goal is, you know, why would you want to be a worker? You want to be a boss, right? They're
1: more so selling you a job instead of selling you a drink
0: Yeah, but what they're really doing is selling you the ability to have other people work for you You're not really selling the product you're selling to other people me coming to that meeting Was the job it was the other person getting me there. It wasn't so much for me to start selling the drink the reason I say that is a lot of bad things come from them. But what they really sell is mindset training that, when applied to non-scammy things, can be very good. One of the best, most impactful moments of my whole life happened in that meeting. Long story short, I didn't end up going with the, uh, the scam. It was a disaster. I lost a bunch of money. Would not recommend them. But they made us do this thing where we all closed our eyes. And we did. It was called, I believe it was like the 10-year dream. And we all closed our eyes and they said, think about exactly what day it'll be 10 years from now. And at the time I was like 19, right? So it's like, where do you want to be in life in 29, basically? And we're going to go through from start to finish every single thing that happens in that day from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed in as much critical detail as possible. And they said, when you wake up, what's the first thing you see? How does it smell? What colors are there? you know, what did you eat today? Where did you go? Who were you with? And it gets so granular. And eventually what they ultimately say is, you want that life? Sign up with us, blah, blah, blah. Now you got scammed. But the important part is the manifestation, the manifestation. That was the first time in my life as an adult that I really sat and thought, what do I want my life to be like when I'm 29? I mean, how many people actually sit down and think
1: that? Most Almost people no live one. their life and just are on autopilot. Oh, work, right. work, work. Oh, right. weekend party. Oh, work Monday. Oh, it's Monday. Oh, oh dang. Oh,
0: that's how they live their life. Yeah, and and having that moment where you stop and look around and say, "This is where I want to be," and then you get the belief that I can actually get there, and then you create a roadmap. It's it's unbelievable. And if there's anything I could recommend people do, it's just take a second to think, "Where do you want to be?" in five years and where do you want to be in 10 years? And if you're not making decisions that can ultimately get there, you need to make changes in your life because you will end up regretful and unhappy. And I think one thing I love about being around you is you have a way of making people believe that anything they put their mind to they can do, even if they just objectively can't. And I think that's a really awesome thing and that's why you're such a great person to keep around. I appreciate you. I And it's crazy that
1: like you say that and I, I know I'm that person for a lot of people, but yeah. I honestly like something I do struggle with and why I feel like I preach it so hard is because it comes back around to me and I like, I, I feel like subconsciously I hope to just get that energy back from other people without saying it or even knowing it. I right. just do it because I'm like probably the person that needs it the most because I'm the person that like I have a lot of goals and a lot of dreams and a lot of things that I personally want to achieve that's like, aside from anything that even people even know, or that I even talk about. And Something like a lot of times my actions don't align with the things that I want to get. So me telling you of like, oh, you want to do this? Okay, well you need to do. Da-da-da. It just reminds me, okay, consistency is key. Because when I see how fired up other people get about like if I'm like if Adam has some shit that he wants to do, and I'm like, bro, this is what you got to do. Like you need to stop playing and you need to be on your own, on your shit and you yeah. got to or talking to anybody. I kind of do it to get that, to give myself You're kind of subconsciously
0: telling yourself, hey, I want to do this. So I got to do this and this and this. I got to be on my own shit. That's so interesting because, and that's one thing that I really wanted to talk specifically about with you, because I think this is a part of you that I've experienced that a lot of people don't get, especially when they watch your content. It's impossible to be motivated every day, right? Even the most motivational person, even the Gary V's of the world, they have days where they're down and they're not feeling it. And sometimes you're not gonna push through. Sometimes you're gonna sit all day and really get nothing done. What keeps you going and stops you from from falling too far off? Because we're all gonna have a bad day. It's the problem is when you let one bad day spiral into eight or nine. Yeah. Like how how do you deal with like not being on your shit mentally?
1: Um always just trying to a big thing with me is like always like refresh restart refresh restart is like that's kind of how I think about it when I because I do fall, I'll fall. I'm the type of person I fall into spirals like that I'm good at keeping people from falling into spirals but for some reason when it comes to myself I'll fall into like a a six-day spiral to where I'm just not feeling it now people don't see it because on social media I'm probably there for but like I said a lot of times I'm saying things that I need to hear when I get on there and I'm talking about oh self-belief and and consistency it's because I know how important those things are and if I'm failing to do them I know it's hurting me so I explain hey look if you're not being consistent this is not and honestly that's what keeps me going is getting on there and then giving those positive like giving positive energy and explaining to people that you know basically telling people like those downward spirals because I talk about that too a lot of like just not feeling it and not like just keep pushing even though you're not i'm at the end of the day that's me how how you might not be on your social media talking but you get up and look at yourself in the mirror every day well that's my mirror i get up and i'm I'm looking at myself on this phone i'm like hey bro like i'm talking to me the whole time people don't even know y'all people just are really getting a look at me talking to myself in the mirror Mm -hmm. and that's basically like i think i i yeah, that's it. that's very
0: cool. Yeah. You're like subconsciously telling yourself what you need to hear today, and hoping that other people, and hoping someone that someone else other needs people. to hear it. Right?
1: People, and this is a a big like misconception about me. I think people. There's some people because I've been told this that my first impression of people through social media is that I have everything figured out. Yeah. Like they look at me like bro, like they probably don't like me at first. Like bro, you you have you act like you have everything figured out. No motherfucker, I don't have shit figured out, and that's why I'm up every day telling myself this shit because I'm talking to me, bro. I'm not telling you what you need to do to be successful. When I'm getting up talking about self belief, bro, I'm looking at David Radzik in the mirror. Yeah. I'm looking at me to hey, bro, because I know that me speaking this shit is me speaking it into existence. But I just haven't an opportunity to put it on social media for other people to hear and i know that me talking to myself and giving myself positive affirmations or speaking self belief onto myself and being a like a delusional like like dreamer is that's good for me and when other people give you feedback is uh, bro this i needed this today I'm not the only one dealing with this shit. You feel me? It's not like I have everything figured out and I'm waking up giving the best advice in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm waking up because I didn't fucking want to do anything today. So what do I need to do? Okay, I need to tell myself how important it is. And instead of looking in the mirror, I'm just giving it to the world. And and that's honestly, I think the world needs more of that in, in all I'd honesty. Agree. And and I, I'm i probably more, like people think I have it figured out or whatever. I'm probably more, um, I'm, I'm, more lazy more insecure more like I I lack self-discipline this is the things that I'm working on so in the process of me working on it me posting it and giving it to other people is just me trying to get better at all these
0: things myself yeah Yeah. and I, I think that's what separates you from what I consider like you know positivity porn those guys who are just like, everything's great all the time. And they do act like they have it all figured out. But it's almost always like a grift. It's always to sell you something. And it's so frustrating because it makes people feel small. They're like, man, I don't, I'm not as perfect as that person. I can't wake up every single day at 5am, you know, and meditate for an hour, you know, and no fap and, you know, and just do all the things that everyone knows they should probably be doing at the end of the day. And it's, It's great that you're much more realistic about, like, the hard times. Let's talk a little bit about self-discipline, though, because I think one thing every single person watching this can really relate to is there's that time in your life where you're out of your parents' house and you're on your own, and you start to appreciate your parents more because you realize that if you don't get up out there and do something with your day, you will waste all of it. What has been some self-discipline things that you've been instituting like that have kind of helped you out and I'll tell you some of mine too.
1: Bro, recently, um big things that I've been on journaling like first and foremost has, really? I mean, I've always really? been a on and off, like I've always been like a, a real believer in journaling. Whether I've been disciplined with it or not is a different story. Um, but here recently, bro, I've journaled, today's the first day I haven't journaled because like we got up and drove straight here. Sure, But um I'm still gonna write today, you know what I'm saying? but. Um, That's something that has honestly changed my life and has helped me clear my mind. And one thing that I picked up a lot more is like daily meditating, like just these like guided meditations, like in the morning of like creativity and stuff. And then I've been I picked up reading again, too. So like, you know, no matter no matter what, I'm trying to include a little bit of those every day. And then growing up, bro, I was even today i'm still not the clean i'm not the most organized clean person Adam can tell
0: you bro. i don't, <laughs> Adam I don't apartments yeah like.
1: yeah well i'm a lot i'm way better now you know what i'm saying but okay. that's that's what it is when you're a creative like i feel like I'm, maybe i'm just the only one though but when i have when you have a mind like mine bro my mind is just everywhere i'm not the most organized person but uh like even just making like something as simple as making
0: my bed i have seen a, a Crazy shift in like just the rest of my habits. Let, let's get really detailed on that because, and I'm glad you brought that up. Jordan Peterson gets a lot of bad reps. I get some of them. I don't. I'm a big fan of his overall because I think one thing that you will see that's clear about a lot of his things is he wants people to focus on bettering their lives. And one of the best things you can do, it's so cliche, is make your bed every day. And it's for me, the change when I started doing it was about. I think it was like sophomore year of college, it just made me say, okay, I woke up, I want to start my day with something I can be proud of. Some accomplishment. Some accomplishment, right? Just, I can have, I can be the most hungover, you know, I can be having a terrible week, I can be depressed. If I can just get out of the bed and make it look decent and have something on my worst day to say, well, at least I did that. And some sort of routine to get your day started, I think is incredibly important. What has what is, what is it done for you?
1: Um, bro, it's honestly put organization in, in a lot of other areas in my life. Um, like just making my bed was like, like you look at, oh, okay. My now, now my bed's made. Now what else in here is fucked up? Right. Okay. Now, okay. I need to pick this up. And then it's kind of like, it's led me into like the domino effect of not even letting things get to that point of like always trying to have my things organized and, you know, my clothes organized and put up and color coordinated everything and have everything just all neat. Like I'm, that's something I've been working on. And it, I feel like it started with making my bed because you can't have anything in your room. Like your room's not going to look clean if your bed's not made. Exactly. So it's like, and it, I feel like it's created a a domino effect for, for a lot of things in my life. Another one of my disciplines, bro, is pushups. I've, I've, yeah, I had, uh, I mean, you know Travis Hunter, right? Yeah. So we linked up with Travis Hunter in uh, like the end of last year, like August maybe. And I had like been eating unhealthy and all that. And he like walked past me, he looked at me, he said, hey, Dave, he slap my stomach. You're getting a little <laughs> bit chubby, huh? And said it like that. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> Ever since that day, I've done push-ups every single day. How many? uh it's it's small amount now like 30 40 a day but still but it's just the consistency of of just doing it but when i first started bro i was doing like one two (laughs) three hundred like as i could but i my my wrist be hurting and stuff so (laughs) it's like limited to like to like now i just uh like i every time i brush my teeth and then as soon as after i brush my teeth i applied it to that so i brush my teeth and then straight to push-ups
0: no that's so funny um and uh that's actually such a great story. Uh, shout out to Travis. I'm glad he got his back. Shout bag. out to Travis. But um, yeah, for, for me, what we've been doing is, me and Aaron, you ever play Wordle? Uh-uh. Oh, it's this silly little like one-minute word game. You can play every day, but you can only play it once a day. That's the thing. And it takes like five minutes, but then you're like, damn, I want to play again, but you can't play it till the next day. So like every night- It we'll seems dinner. like some
1: shit you would play. Yeah, <laughs> dude,
0: I promise you a bunch of people play it. It's a quick five-minute word game. It's like Sudoku or some shit. Okay. But then after that, we plank for a minute. You do that every day? Every day. Oh shit. And it's and one and again, back to Jordan Peterson. One of the best points he makes and people miss this. If you don't get anything, get this. Life is about optimization and small improvements. Rome was not built in a day. Anything worth doing will not happen overnight. If you want to have any success in your life, you must do it in a little bit at a time consistently. You want to have abs? The worst thing you can do is go on a diet do a million crunches because eventually you'll stop. You'll burn you, out. Right. But if you do a couple ab workouts every single day, you see a buff guy. You ever see a buff guy who's like, hey man, how do you get there? Oh, I worked out for four weeks.
1: Yeah. I say one thing in that too is that's not talked about enough because you can say that and then people will apply it But it's easy to hear that and think in the future, oh, okay, so that means I just need to do small increments for uh, the next year and I'll be all right. The problem is, is when you start to do that process and you get four weeks in and you haven't seen any results and then maybe you slip a day and then slip two and then you hit this downward spiral Mm -hmm. and then you feel like you, oh, fuck, I failed. That's a big thing that used to beat my ass, bro, because I'm hard on myself. So I'm either all in or all out. That's a great point. So one thing that that has helped me a lot, in, in just life and in being happier and everything is just not beating myself up and and looking at life like small increments. Okay, I fell off for three days. Well, that's a, I didn't fall off. I just had three days that I just wasn't doing what I'm going to do today. Right. Or that I okay now I'm back on what I'm what and I instead of falling down and then going in this downward spiral for Lord knows how long and it fucks up so many other things in your life because oh, I fell off of this and then that means I'm not doing right. this and I'm not here. No, just pick it back up where you're where you're at and don't beat yourself up because I'm very hard on myself. And I think a lot of people are hard on themselves and they don't even realize it. They're beating themselves up and mad like, damn, I wasn't consistent. So, okay, so you skipped the gym for a week and you ate unhealthy for a week. Does that mean you have to go another month? No, now you exactly. need to look at today. Think about today. Don't think about yesterday. You can't do nothing about yesterday. You have to look at, okay, what do I have that I can do today to get to make a step in the right direction. And then every day you have to develop that mindset to where every day is just another step in the right direction. It's not, oh, I'm going the right direction and I'm full force in the right direction because it's not about that. It's about continuing to try to lessen those downward spirals. You're going to have them. You're going to have the week where you don't go to the gym and you eat unhealthy. Mm -hmm. But... I want to make those increments smaller to where maybe eventually my mindset does get to the point where i never fuck up and i and that's the goal but at the end of the day i'm not going to beat myself up if i don't get there you know what i'm saying yeah
0: no it's about consistency and and i think that's a really great point what i like to do is i like to look at things on a macro scale Mm -hmm. right it's like oh man i missed the gym for a week that's seven days okay well if i do it better for the rest of the year that's 360 days i did it right now am i realistically going to do it every single day no but it's the idea of we let little mistakes feel bigger i mean everything snowballs right you do a couple of things right you're gonna do a lot you make your bed you're probably gonna pick up your clothes too you're not gonna have a, a perfectly made bed in a shitty rest of your room right yeah you know, but the same thing is uh, the opposite. You miss one day, you're a lot more likely to miss two days and three days, and then you spiral and beat yourself up. And, you know, when you think of things as a four, or five, ten-year plan, they feel less crazy if you take a month off or you take a couple of days off if you're consistent. And what I really love to do is think of things as big as possible. I don't like to think of things as, oh, I'm going to do this for ten minutes a day for a week. Right. Like I'll do the math. I'll say, OK, there are I want to do this 10 minutes a day if I want to meditate, if I'm trying to meditate for a week. I'm not trying to do, oh, 10 minutes a day. Uh, I'm trying to say, OK, there are blank thousand minutes in a day and there are seven days in the week. So there are 70,000 minutes or something. I only got to take 70 of these minutes to do it. Like I try to make things see as simple as possible. It's small right make your obstacles seem smaller that's a that's a unique way that's cool i like that yeah i like that yeah and i feel like that's helped me be consistent because then when i get to that moment where i have to do it i'm like fuck i don't want to do this i just think it's just 10 minutes of seventy thousand. i got sixty eight thousand more minutes to go enjoy myself just give me 10
1: i feel like (laughs) and that's a good that's a good uh thing that like a good example of how both of us have different ways that we process things and how we're both consistent. A lot of people might try to look at like what you do and they follow what you do and think it's gonna work and then it doesn't work and they're like, fuck, I can't. It's like, you just got, that's what this is about. Getting steps in the right direction. Figure out what works for you. A lot of people try to apply what everybody else is doing and they never do the work on themselves. Okay, Mm. but what are you struggling with? What are the things that you have going on? Okay, well, this maybe you need to take a little bit of what he said, a little bit of what he said and try both of them out. Try out what he said and see what worked for it and
0: like that to to be more consistent and more disciplined. No, 100%. Like, it's there are different perspectives that are gonna work for different people, and I really like that. You know, one thing that I uh you're touching on that I actually like is I, I think we have a lot of similar ways we view the world, but I also think we come at things completely different. Like, I always loved how creative you are, and I think you're creative in a different way than most people, right? When people think creative, they think like Picasso, artist, musician. I just think when I think of you being as creative is you'll see the same problem as other people and you'll approach it completely different ways than everyone else. And I think that kind of helps you get to certain places and relate to people in a certain way. I I guess I want to talk to you about creativity in general. Like, you know, I'm sure you consider yourself a creative. Like, what does creativity mean to you?
1: Like, what what type of creativity? Like...
0: Like when you have your Dreamer Studios, right? What separates it? Like what makes you feel like you can do things that are like more artistically based without being like the best fucking musician or like writer or something like that? I don't that.
1: think it's a because it's never it's never about the thing. It's not about you being the best football player or the best artist or the best photographer. I'm me. I'm going to be the best version of myself and I'm going to share that with other people. Right. You might be able to take photos better than me. Cool. You're not you're not me. You know what I'm saying? I'm me. I don't want to be you. You don't need to want to be me. At the end of the day, I don't feel like I'm better than anybody. I don't feel like the things that I do are more extravagant. I just feel like when I do them, I do them from a point of impact. Everything I do is based off of trying to impact. So like my creativity or having my studio, like eventually having like a photography studio and stuff. It's not going to be about, hey, come look at me, take photos of cool people. It's more so this is a mission. This is, I'm, I'm trying to impact the world. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help people believe in themselves. Let me take somebody that has no belief in themselves and show them a whole new side of the world. That's all this is about for me, bro. At the end of the day, even with like being like being a creative and stuff, it's to, to some people, it's like, that's their, their, their end all be all like, Oh, if I, if I don't paint, I'm, I'm, if I don't take photos, I'm a nobody. Nah, because I'm still me. The impact that I. People don't look at my photos and be like, bro, I aspire to be the photographer that you are. They love my energy more than anything. Yeah. They, like, I don't. I rarely get people that tell me, bro, I love your photo. Like, people obviously like my photos and stuff, but it's more people tell me about the impact I've had on them than about my work. You know what I'm
0: saying? Is photography just like a lens for you to like connect with people or do you like i like how you
1: did that i like how you did that yeah
0: i might okay, you know know. um not my first episode and
1: and it's funny that you say that because yes it's i've read this book when i was younger bro uh by steve harvey it's like act like a success think like a success or something like that Mm -hmm. and he basically said like you have a purpose what is your purpose what is something you do with ease that you love to do and it's probably based around impacting people Mm -hmm. and i'm like bro honestly, like I used to be the kid that was like the counselor to all my friends. Like all my friends would come to me with their problems and I'd break them down in a way that nobody ever would. And then they would approach their problems different. They're like, damn, you should be like a, a counselor or something. And then it's crazy how it like all manifested later on. But, um, then he said, and, and sometimes in order to get to that purpose, you have to have a passion that you use as a vehicle. Mm. And so basically you say it's a lens, but and it's a cool way to say it, but it is my vehicle to connect with people right. because nobody would know who I am if I didn't have a camera. Exactly. But nobody's right. like, oh, you're the best photographer in the world. Like... At the end of the day, I don't even care about that. I'm a I'ma use my my camera to get me into the rooms to impact people. Right. You know what I'm saying? It gets me around the people and in front of the people that I need to be in front
0: of. Yeah. No, and that's so interesting. What I think what's so interesting is a lot of people talk about changing the world, right? And you know, when I said even in your intro, I, I think you'll have an impact in the world in your own way because I think your ultimate goal For most people in your position would be like, oh, I'm a photographer. I want to be the biggest photographer ever. I know from what I've seen of you, your goal is to let me reach as many people as possible so that I can change their perspective and their mindset. But a lot of people talk about changing the world, but I want to get a little more deep. Let's say if I made you president of the world tomorrow and you could change two things, what would you change? No limits.
1: Um, The first thing I would start is like, probably the schooling at the end of the day the schooling because i, I like kid, the education yeah system? just the whole system starting from the jump talk to me starting from like the jump it? i just hate the whole thing bro i i like in school i was a terrible student and when you're a terrible student they make you feel like you're not going to be anything mm. and that is a, a terrible way to think of, of, it, of it because it it develops you into this mindset or it makes you develop this mindset that if you're not good at something you're nothing and that's not the case at all we're all good you can't judge a fish on how it climbs a tree right you know what i'm saying school is not my thing okay so that means that other jobs that are similar to school i just wouldn't be good at because when you get in the real world it's completely different than school oh yeah the only things that are similar to school is prison and What else? There's some, there's, it was something else. Certain nine to five jobs. Like certain nine to fives (laughs) is like, it's pretty similar to the setup of, of school. And I would change just how kids are taught, bro. I feel like, I feel like we should be taught from a very young age to express our creativity and to express things that, we're interested in because you're going to tell me that I'm not shit because I didn't pass this math test. Well, bro, I have used the calculators my whole life now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't,
0: I don't really, all I need is the basic math. And there are a million ways to be successful that have nothing to do with have math. nothing to do You with can math. be a fashion designer. I mean, maybe some angles, we can do that on a computer. Like you don't really need to know this stuff nah. for a lot of different things. And I agree that we kind of take this myopic lens of like, hey you're bad at social studies. You're not going to be anything. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Oh, Oh, you got an F and then you get an
1: F and then you get in trouble at home. And I think that's one thing, bro. I love my mom so much and I'm blessed for to have her as a mom because she wasn't hard on me about school. She was more so like, are you a good kid? Mm. As long as you're not getting in trouble and you're not making like, and you're not making my life harder. Like I don't want you to get D's and F's. I never got D's and F's. I always like maintained the C just because I knew I wouldn't get in trouble for it. And I didn't try in school. I used to just copy off of everybody. Mm -hmm. So I'm blessed to have had her as a mom that wasn't hard on me about shit that didn't add up to anything in life. Like She more so was like, are you a good person? What is your character? Here's how you, you gotta work hard. This is how you work hard. And she more so showed me how to do it by me watching her. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that is one thing i would change uh is the school system and um the other thing i mean you can't change this but just you're king of the world you can change whatever you want yeah but this isn't like a system thing it's more so like a household thing like individual household thing of just it sounds fucked up but more more parents need to be how my mom was when with letting me explore myself and letting me figure out what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? She didn't force me into anything because she wanted me to be greater than she ever was. Right. She's like, I want you to do amazing things. And then, you know, your parents are gonna doubt you. Your parents are gonna question you. They're gonna because that's what they're supposed to do. They're All right, hold the, you accountable. Yeah, they're gonna hold you. Is the decision you're making, I don't know if it's a good decision. But then you have to reach past that point of thinking that your parents know everything and and hit that. Uh okay well I believe in myself a lot and I'm gonna just show everybody so I definitely had to tap into that uh, and I had to believe in myself more than you know everybody around me they had no reason to believe in me bro we didn't come we didn't come from to where my mom was the vice president or yeah. you know what I'm saying like it it was that so that that mentality like if I could if you can still that impact the world people, right and to, to change the mentality of like kids are always gonna be the future mm-hmm it's it is what it is. That's what it is. Yep. Your kids are the future, so it depend. It, it it directly matters of how those kids are raised, and I feel like the people that are super strict on their kids or completely loose, those kids end up being down the shithole, like right. complete, like completely in opposite places, and might end up the worst kids ever. When it's super strict, then you got kids that end up wanting to. They, this, rebel. They, they rebel they right. rebel and then like you got doing, kids yeah. that are too loose they end up getting caught into the drugs and the, all that yeah. lifestyle i was like in the balance of to where hey i'm not strict on you but do don't disappoint me mm-hmm. right and then it was the mindset of and don't fucking fail too hard don't go <laughs> don't go to school getting in trouble you know what I'm saying? So it was like a.
0: So that she allowed you to basically be yourself, but she kept you from going too far in any direction. Yes,
1: every every household I feel like needs to have boundaries that are outside on the on the spectrum of I can balance in between here. Yeah, you're gonna give me advice and allow me to find myself and not get me in trouble for like little little shit, but allow me to find myself, and that's what happened. And I feel like if if. A, that's what I owe it to. That's what I owe my mentality to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I owe the success that I have created, you know, or that I like, honestly, mentally, I'm already, I'm just waiting for time to catch up. I'm yeah. already, I'm already, I know I'm successful, but mm-hmm. it's just, I'm maybe not financially, but mentally, I'm, that's the only success you really need is mentally because you can't be stuck. Yep. But I owe all of everything I have and the whole mentality to probably how I grew up with, you know, basically no limitations as to who I could become.
0: Yeah, I I absolutely love that, man. I think you're touching on something that's so fundamentally important. Probably one of the biggest things is the idea of you have to give people, especially young people and kids, the opportunity to find themselves. I think one of the most difficult things like in society today Is it really does feel like if you are not successful at 19, 20, you're probably never going to be. And it's the furthest thing from the truth. But I think it's incredibly important to have parents and family that inspire you. You know, I think one of the best quotes I heard was your parents can either be your biggest role model or like they can tell you exactly what not to be. And I think, you know, one of the most clear. Lines of delineation between people who tend to be successful and unsuccessful is look at their home lives, man you know, like, did people believe with them from a young age? You know, were they given opportunities to succeed that other people weren't given? And were they able to really be and find themselves without falling too far? And, you know, I, I think it's a really beautiful thing for you to say, man. But the reason why it feels like you can be 22, and unless you're a millionaire, you're fucking up is because of the number one thing. And you know, where I'm going with it at social media, man. It's the comparison. We used to we used to, as people, compare ourselves to our friends, people around us, people in our class, maybe a couple of local people in the area. Everybody had that one friend that was like better off or whatever. Now you can go online and compare yourself to everyone. That's that's scariest, and I think it's the most toxic shit ever. And I don't know how we fix it, bro. It's, there's not,
1: this is the thing, bro, of, of, with mentality, it all lies back onto you. Yep. It's not, there's not a problem that we can fix. It's more so m- making everyone realize that there is no problem. If, because if everyone, if, if we're all looking at the macro of the shit, right? Yeah, there's a huge problem. Everybody's comparing themselves. But if you talk to each individual and you tell them, hey, stop comparing yourself because of this, 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 and this, I can break down every single person and tell and motivate each person to, okay, yeah, bro, you're right. So if I can do that with each individual, imagine if everybody themselves just thought that. Yeah. You don't need to get motivation or to get, learn discipline from this person. You just have to do the shit yourself. And you need to, like, we all need to do the work ourselves of not comparing. It's work to do. It's mm-hmm. not, Oh, I'm just not going to compare myself. That's hard as fuck. It's more so reminding yourself with the discipline that you apply, with the mi- mindset of dreaming big and knowing that with consistency you will get there. That's what we just all have to develop that. That's how you fix the problem is that it'll never be fixed on a macro scale. It's always the same way as the homeless problem. I can tell you how to not be homeless, but the right. guy we're going to look outside and still see homeless people. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see people that still compare themselves. But in order for you or anybody that's listening You just have to know that there's nothing good that comes from it. Looking around and seeing, I wish I was there. Oh, that is a lot better than my situation. Yeah, but guess what? Everybody's dealt different cards. How you play them is up to you. Mm -hmm. You can be at the very bottom, bro. And that's why I'm blessed to have not been all the way at the bottom. But that's why I feel like it's all destiny and it's all purpose. Because if I was too far at the bottom, I wouldn't have made it out to inspire. Sure. But... I'm also here to tell those people at the bottom it's not that bad. Fucking tie it like I know it sounds bad, but like tie your bootstraps up and get to work because that's all you have to do. That's yeah. There's certain situations that suck, bro, and sure. some and uh, most peoples is really bad, especially nowadays. And then we look at social media. So now you're throwing all the all the shit that is already against us in life we're having to make it past that whatever our families put on us whatever our situ- financial situation growing up and then we look at social media now we're in those situations and now we're comparing ourselves to kids that are our age doing better mm-hmm. and it's like we all just have to get out of that mentality and completely separate ourselves from that and look at your life as a movie and how the fuck am i gonna make it out of this because right. what if you don't look at it like that and you don't look at it of what's the opportunities that i have what is your other option
0: mm-hmm. And, and yeah, and, I mean, your other option is you be depressed, you compare yourself all the time, you know, and you never achieve the. your only other you option is depression do. and failure. Exactly. That's it. So it's like, if you want to make it out of that, you
1: have to figure out what am I doing to get to the next step?
0: Give people a reality check for me, You've, uh, you know, have done photo shoots for, you know, a lot of really famous people. You've been a videographer for some famous YouTubers. You've been behind the scenes at a lot of things. How much of social media is real? Mm, shit. i
1: mean i've experienced to where i'm the realist on social media you know what i mean <laughs> i'm i'm the realist no nah, <laughs> no nah, but i don't not even not even 10 percent of it
0: hmm. like what's like, different what is what is what's is the thing people don't see behind the camera when that camera turns off well at
1: the end of the day nobody's gonna show you the bad shit yeah nobody's gonna show you what they're struggling with nobody even me bro i'm not gonna show everybody my real my deep deep struggles of things that i'm fuck bro i got this going on damn that shit i only the people in my circle or only i know about Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but um most people they nobody's showing the bad shit that's happening to them and if they are it's not getting shared it's not getting likes it's not getting comments it's nobody's gonna, like, what reason do you have to be real? It's more so, let me sell this fake image so I have people support me. And, mm-hmm. that's, that's a lot of people's key to success, is, I'm gonna show y'all this facade, this fake shit,
0: and, you guys are gonna believe what I have going on. And it's, and it's sad because, you know, I've, I, I've seen it myself so many times. I've seen people who, like, are having a bad day and it's your job to be positive. And, and, that's cool but it's like I saw the whole process. I saw the bad day and it's like, hey, this is going to help people out. This is great. But everybody else they only see the good. You know, we've created this world where everyone's online's life's just this magazine of the best things that happened to them, yeah. the coolest things they've been a part of, and every other negative thing is dismissed. I think TikTok's the worst offender, bro. Like, you go on TikTok and you just see people talk about it's like yeah they try to be relatable and shit but you just see a lot of people in this one minute summarized perfect version of their life especially it's terrible for women I don't know how women do it like they watch these girls that are supposed to be living the same lives as them relatable and they go to this fancy country and they do all this cute relatable stuff and they have all these perfect lives and then like you're supposed to go and say like oh my life's just normal oh it's cool I'm not going to compare myself to that it's it's nearly impossible man and you know, I respect anyone who can do it because even me, I know what it's like behind the camera, and it still gets to me when I see, see and people even like that. You're
1: you're definitely onto that onto something with that. But when you even look at outside of the material shit, obviously right. people posting the material stuff, and and maybe you know, oh, their life isn't really like that in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that for sure. That's the that's the main thing. But the thing that a lot of people don't really talk about that is that is true is um the just the bad shit like mentally that people are going through people will will make you think that they are extremely happy with all the things that they have in life like let's say i'm posting all you might you're looking at it like oh he has these cool ass materials yeah but what you're not realizing is the materials don't make him as happy as he makes it seem or as she makes it seem that trip to cabo like they're probably arguing with their boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then and then behind the scenes of, oh, I posted this new whip that I got. And, oh, I'm, I'm lit and I'm listening to music. Yeah, for eight seconds. And off of that story, then what? Oh, now you're back to, man, I fucking, now I gotta, oh, I hate my life. That's the shit. That, it's that part. Right. It's not even just the, oh, they got materials and they're just not happy in life. It's like actual depression. And people use that as a, hey, I'm going to get people to think I'm doing good. So that way they message me and give me all this affirmations. Right. You know what I'm saying? And there's saying? so
0: much pressure. How many times, it's not even, and it's not even just influencers. How many times you've been in the club and everybody's chilling, somebody comes to the camera and then the second they turn around, ah, yeah, The second facts. it passes, back to doing nothing. Some people don't even want to be there half the time, man. I've been there. I've been in the club just like, oh man, it's it's 150. It closes at two. I'm about to go out. Hey Dave, what's up? Oh, what's up with ya? Okay, we're off of this camera. It's, it, it's natural because you want to you're perceived. pressured into putting this perception of yourself that you're fine. You're having it. And, and I really want to end it with this because I think this is really important. Take me through your lowest moment and how you got out of it. doesn't, you know, obviously it's personal. I'm sure so do not really so much about what was happening, but mentally, what was able to get you to say, what did you tell yourself in the mirror to say, I'm going to turn this around? I can get through this.
1: That's a loaded question. Yeah. Um I mean, it's not even like a I I made it through it type of thing. It's a it's just a, how I always get through it is reminding myself that it's a daily battle. Hmm. It's a it's a me versus me situation every day, everything. You got to take everything personal and look at yourself in the mirror and understand that you are the problem and the solution to everything. So the way that I get out of the, the way that I have gotten out of the lowest points recently, honestly, um, is by taking 100% responsibility for everything. Maybe you can do something to me and, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't take responsibility because he did this. Nah, it's, I'm going to take responsibility for all the things that I can control and the things that I cannot control, I will take responsibility for my actions Responding to what you do, Mm. and that has dragged me out of the lowest point in my life. Is that response? And it's hard as fuck because it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and say, "I'm the reason for all this." Because the the thing is, is it's a lot of work to get out of that. It's a lot of mental work. It's a lot of inner work. It's a lot of self digging that you have to do. In all honesty, but that that mentality recently has really made a huge impact of just taking responsibility and saying, "Hey." this is my issue, what am I gonna do?
0: Right, yeah, it's so easy to throw a pity party and I appreciate you sharing that. It's tough, man, especially when things happen to you. There are ways to look at it where you can say, sure, someone else did this to me, but I did this and this and this that allowed me to be in the situation where they had that power over me, where they couldn't change that. And, yeah. and I think it's difficult, but I think especially for men, the idea of taking responsibility for everything in your life, is incredibly important because when you it's take hard res- though our
1: egos don't want us to do that oh
0: no they don't but if you take responsibility for the good and the bad that means you have the power to you have do the it, power to change and that means you have the power to change it which i think is an incredibly important perspective that is is tough
1: most definitely
0: <laughs> but I, I think it matters man but when you when
1: you do that you win the battle that's the exactly. battle that's the battle the battle isn't the do you have a million dollars do you are you successful yet you're not battling for that you're battling for the the mentality to always be like resilient right. and to always continue to go and how do you do that it's by all those things that we said the self belief the discipline but it the the where the place it starts that all comes after the self realization mm. that all comes after the look in my look in the mirror and take responsibility that's the very first step take responsibility for where i'm at okay i'm here that's cool where do you want to be Where do you want to get? All right,
0: let's get to work. Right. No matter how high or low you are, the moment you decide that it's your fault, that gives you the power to change it. And that means you can make a decision. And you know, you have the power to get that low. That means you have the power to get that high too.
1: You just have to realize that all your actions, they they count for something. Because you're either going to make negative actions and have negative habits or bad habits or take bad actions. It will impact your life. And when you do take responsibility, it just makes you like know okay everything i do is very important for my future 100 percent. that's it yeah.
0: absolutely fantastic man before we wrap up tell the people where they can find you buy some great dreamer merch the content everything bro. oh yeah y'all know
1: my instagram is uh david Radzik and dreamer studios with a z at the end and then dreamer outfits you know everything
0: dreamer man all six of the things are gonna be in the description i appreciate you man. <laughs> I, I appreciate, appreciate you. you so much dog gonna have you on again um yeah man this is a long time in the making but i appreciate you so much in your perspective dog i know this one's really gonna help some people you know i really do care about you man and i believed in you since day one and uh yeah man just keep pushing dog you yeah that's it appreciate y'all see y'all next week next wednesday catch you thank you so much for watching this episode of the rose radio show we really appreciate it if you like what you saw you can check out any of our other videos right here and if you want to support us further you can go on our patreon which is linked in the description below and support us more and get exclusive content and access thank you so much